Hello, listeners. This is Maddie introducing you to the brand new format for Indie Comics. I have loved hosting this podcast and bringing in exciting creators to interview for you. But as a network, we at the Grand Geek Gathering have decided to level up Indie Comics and make things even more personal. The show now features two creators talking to each other and answering questions together. It's a chance for you to hear straight from the creators about what they care about the most. In addition, Indie Comics is no longer just a podcast. You can watch it on YouTube by searching for Indie Comics. That's I-N-D-I-C-O-M-I-X. The extended version will include creators reacting to comic panels, covers, and so much more. It's been an honor to be your host for the last few years, and you'll still hear me on the podcast version of the show asking questions our creators will answer. Thank you for taking this journey with us. And without further ado, I introduce you to the new Indie Comics. Hi, I'm Michael Tanner. I'm a comic book writer, best known for the uh, young adult survival horror graphic novel series, Junior Braves of the Apocalypse. And I'm a co-writer on a new series called Orcs in Space. Hi, I'm Don Wynn. I am a comic book uh, artist and creator. I'm known as the creator of Pablo the Gorilla. A lot of people know me for helping Punisher co-creator Jerry Conway with his BLM fundraiser. I did the BLM Skullfist design. And I'm also a, a sketch card artist. I was part of the Marvel anime uh, inaugural set. Okay, so in a cover, if, I, if I'm, you know, browsing a comic book shop and I'm looking at the, um, on the shelves there, there's got to be something that just grabs my eye. Uh, usually I'm very co uh, color focused. So if it's kind of color combinations that I find appealing, like kind of a orange and, and teal or, you know, like green and red, something that draws my eye to it, that'll get me to do a first glance. And then uh, when I focus uh, more closely on it, I am a big fan of covers that will give me a sense of what the story is of the issue. Uh, if it's just a cover that is like, here are these characters, I'm not necessarily going to be more drawn to that. So I'm definitely like, get, tell me a story in that cover. Uh, that's really what's going to draw me to a book and want to pick it up. Following up and uh, adding to what Michael said, I definitely agree with that. When I walk into a shop and I'm looking around, I've been shopping, I feel like, almost primarily based on covers. Uh, I would say probably 60 to 70% of the time, because uh, I actually have been reading uh, a lot of the comics I buy because I don't have time. Uh, and what draws me right away is if the story lays down what I feel is, or if the cover lays down what I feel is going to be the story. Uh, and the story, I feel, uh, holds a certain amount of imagination. And then of course, being an artist, the other thing I look for in a cover is the cover design elements. Uh, you know, Michael talked about the use of color. I also like to look at the use of uh, negative, positive space, um, angles, directions, how it moves my eye, uh, you know, things that will grab and things that pop right away. Um, you know, one of my favorite covers, uh, I believe is, I wanna say it's Batman 880. It's the super famous jock, joker cover where the bats are like flying out of his face you see that and immediately you're just like what's going on with that cover um and it, that that cover to me is just perfectly executed in terms of what he wanted to do and i've heard him talk about it for when he first did it he was just like oh it's okay and then when he got to viewing it on the second time around uh he was like oh i guess i did do something great uh, and it's it's covers like that that make you come back to look at them but i think uh is what pulls me to a cover. As the writer, I uh, will have input 
on a cover, but ultimately I'm not the person making uh, the decisions. Um, but I like to I like to give my input on cover. The artist will will draw it, and then you know um, sometimes they'll they'll listen to me. Sometimes they won't, uh, depending on uh, what the project is. Uh, sometimes um, I like to give reference uh, photos or pictures to artists to kind of get like this is the kind of energy I'm going for. Uh, sometimes it's an homage. Sometimes it's uh, just a feeling. Uh, for my self published book, Strike Team, codenamed Diamond Force. The cover was meant to be an homage to the kinds of movies the comic itself was an homage to. Uh, so I sent the artist, Lucas Kowalszczuk, the uh, the movie poster for a movie called After the Fall of New York. Uh, very iconic grindhouse exploitation movie poster. Uh, and he adapted it perfectly into what we were doing in that comic. Uh, and then something like Orcs in Space, because uh, that's coming out through a publisher. Like the artist draws a cover and the as a writer, I'm kind of largely kind of left out of that. I get approval, um, but there's not a lot that I'm gonna be like, no, uh, redraw that, put that character over there. There's not a lot of direction I'm gonna give on that. Uh, so in those, in cases of like self-published, I'm, I'm gonna be more invested and really try to like pick something that I think is going to pop uh, on, on a shelf or on a Kickstarter page, as it were. Uh, with something that goes through a publisher, I have less input, some input, but I, it's really a, a matter of trusting the publisher to like pick a cover that's really going to stand out. And it's funny that we're coupled together, Michael, because I actually owe you a sketch for a cover for a project that we're working on. And I'll be getting that to you soon, but it's just like you said, uh, you know, uh, from my perspective as an artist, I want to create something that, that pops, that sings, that will grab your eye right away. Um, and I want it to relate back to the story as much as possible. So actually for the cover that we're going to be working on, I think I've sent you two samples and you've given me notes in uh, one. So I get the chance I'm finished with uh, some of the artwork that I'm working on right now. I'll be looking to do exactly that, which is to execute, um, you know, thumbnails that I've already shown to Michael that I feel uh, are representative of the story that we're trying to tell. And I think uh, hold the moment uh uh, not a definitive moment necessarily, but a moment from the story that we're trying to tell um, and in such a way that we'll uh, be able to just pop off the page right away. Thank you for having me on. I'm Michael Tanner. Uh, please pick up Orcs in Space at your local comic book shop. Check out Junior Braves the Apocalypse. Also check out my podcast here on the, Burn, the, the, the Grand Geek Gathering Network. The show is called Burn After Pitching. It's a comedy pitching podcast. Uh, yeah, that's all for me. Hi, once again, I am Don Wynn. Thank you so much to Tyler and the Grand Geek Gathering team for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, for coupling me with Mr. Michael Tanner, a guy who I hold near and dear to my heart, uh, especially since we're working on a project together. You can find me at almost all social media uh, outlets. I'm at Winning It. Uh, that's my last name, the most common Vietnamese last name, N-G-U-Y-E-N-I-N-G-I-T. Uh, I have a project I'm currently working on called Retro uh, with Mr. Aaron Lindenthaler. It's both a comic and a live action piece that we're going to be putting out, so please be on the lookout for that. Um, also, I will be having an art show at the Atomic Basement 
uh, July 11th in Long Beach, California. And please come find me at conventions, which are slowly coming back. I will be at Rose City Comic Con uh, in September. A week after that is Fan X Salt Lake City. And please come find me in October if you're in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. I will be at Baltimore Comic Con. 